This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We're going to go to stock up and stock down. That's right. We're picking a few teams that we trust moving forward, kind of like the stock market. Which stocks are we buying in on right now, whether it's teams that are starting to play better, teams that are like blue chip stocks that, you know, never, you know, hit a low, uh, or... On the other end, we're looking at teams that we don't trust moving forward and stocks that we want to sell right now. All right, KJ. So what are the teams that you trust moving forward? So do I do my Jim Cramer impersonation here or do I just go with it? No, look, look, if you want to buy a team, buy Cincinnati now. Cincinnati, just a couple of weeks ago, were nowhere near the playoffs. And then boom, woo, woo. Is that how? Bye, bye, bye. Cincy. Yes, exactly. And they are the scariest team in the AFC. If there's one play that says watch out for Cincinnati is when Kansas City had gone the whole half. Look, I was playing Travis Kelsey to be the points guy. He had no receptions, nothing going on. They get to him. They gang tackle him and strip him of the ball. It was literally like the emperor had no clothes. And so for Cincinnati to do that, and now, and talking about they beat them three times in one calendar year, the Chiefs, that is. It feels like Cincinnati's the team to watch out for, plus with Baltimore, with Lamar Jackson out week to week. you If you're Baltimore, you almost say, hey, we let a sleeping giant, you know, stay in our home by losing all those one-point, one-possession games, I mean. So Baltimore is one of those teams that could be running away with the AFC North, but bye-bye-bye Cincinnati. And I don't mean it like the NSYNC song. I mean, like, buy as in, like, purchase Cincinnati. Yeah, because that's the segment we're doing. Which stocks are we buying in on? And for me, I'll be on the Bengals as well. Like you said, it's almost a carbon copy of last year because the Bengals started mm-hmm. 0-2, but what have they done since then? Gone, like, 7-2, and uh, including a huge win over the Chiefs. It feels like a glitch in the matrix because the game before was against the Titans. They beat the Titans kind of like they did in the postseason. And then up next, they have the Chiefs, and they beat them too. Do you ever have those moments where you're like, oh, my God, am I living in a simulation? This seems like the exact same thing we saw last year. Yeah, it's a squad play, a squad play. No, seriously, you're absolutely right. It's I always thought Cincinnati was lurking, but what they showed against the Chiefs, which, I, I'm, you know, they weren't favored – any of that, it, they were dominant in that game. And when you say a team is dominant that late, and it's we're already in December, they're getting hot at the right time. And like you said, like with last year, where I saw this coming, I see it coming again. So you're absolutely right. It's deja vu all over again, or Dijon mustard all over again. I'm sorry. It's Dijon mustard all over again. Oh, Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed the vocabulary words here on the show. All right. So next for me, I'm going to go a little bit off the reservation and pick a team that you might not think of a stock that you would want to buy. I'm going to go with the 49ers as a team that I want to buy in, simply because you are buying very low on a team that still has a really good base around whoever the quarterback is going to be for the foreseeable future. Now that Jimmy Garoppolo is out, it's probably going to be Brock Purdy. We saw him in a small sample size last time out. 
But still, I talked about this earlier. If there's ever a team that you can just plug in a quarterback to, it's probably the 49ers. The fact that they have so many offensive weapons, the fact that they have a really good head coach who is usually among the best in the NFL at using what he has at his disposal to make a great offense. And plus, their defense is there to put them in good field position. It seems like each and every uh, drive. Didn't they have a stretch where they didn't allow a single second half point in four straight games? That's how dominant this defense is. So when you're talking about a team that has all of those pieces, and if you can just get something decent out of Brock Purdy, I think this is a good buy low spot. So right now, the Niners 11 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Maybe that's a good buy low spot, but KJ, I think you're on the opposite end. Oh, no, that sounds like you're getting your financial advice from some former MIT students hanging out in the Bahamas. No, I think with this Jimmy G gone, this is a situation where, like, the 49ers are teetering, right? If Let's just say because if you're expecting a Cooper Rush return, okay, then yeah. But we're talking about Mr. Irrelevant. He was passed over by everybody's everybody. And so while he looked good in the in, in a half of a game, where nobody was expecting to see him. Think about it. What tape do you have on him? The only tape you have on him is that Mexico City game where his first, where he was handing off to the wrong side, right? So while Purdy looked good, they're now studying for him. And so look, if you're the if you're the 49ers, it doesn't look as easy as you may think. You've got the Bucks this week. Then you've got an all important game at Seattle. The Commanders still have a lot to play for. The Raiders are on the roll. And then maybe by the time you get to Arizona, they've completely fallen apart. But let's just say you go three and two in there. You may be looking at a situation where you have lost the NFC West. So, like, to see that they go four and one the rest of the way, they win the division, no issues. But now you're saying with the backup quarterback, will this team go four and one? That's a tough buy for me. Yeah. Um, I think it's more of a case of buying low because that's the thing when it comes to futures and when it comes to stocks is sometimes you want to get in at the right spot. The thing about futures is timing means a lot. You can get a much better price on something if you buy it when nobody else is expecting it. So that's kind of the reason why I'm on the Niners as a stock moving forward. They're not a blue chip stock right now, but that's okay. I'm okay with some of the volatility because if it does hit, you get a huge return on your investment. KJ, do you have another one, uh, another team that you well, want to buy in on? You you ready for my big short on you? The Seattle Seahawks. Look, they're only a game behind the 49ers. They've got the Panthers this week. Then, the, Like I mentioned, the matchup with the 49ers. The Chiefs would be a tough game, but you don't know where the Jets will be towards the end of the season, and they finish the season against the Rams. So if you told me that, hey, they can win three out of these games – three out of these five games, possibly four, and and San Francisco may be struggling to win three, well, then there's your one-game difference, and you get the division. So Seattle is in a situation where everything comes down to that 49ers game. And if you get the 49ers in two weeks, that gives you two weeks of study on Brock Purdy, and you have a chance to be able to take the division if they're in this kind of struggle. So if 49ers lose to Tampa and then lose to Seattle, Seattle's sitting in a catbird seat, that nobody saw because the whole narrative had been like, yeah, it's been a cute story. And sure, they've been sitting there the whole time. But wait till the 49ers get it together. Well, guess what? They were already kind of working with kind of piecemealed quarterbacking with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? This is the same guy who didn't have access to the playbook in the offseason. And you're like, okay, we got to go with what we know. 
Well, now they're going with what they don't know and really have to hope. Like, did you really think they were like, wow, we're really missing Jimmy G now? So I'm buying Seattle as kind of a sleeper stock to win the NFC West. Ooh, well, they've been pretty much a sleeper the whole season, and you're right. I think everybody's waiting for the other shoe to drop, but Geno Smith's been really good. Uh, the defense from the Seahawks has been way better than expected, so I can't argue with you there. Uh, finally, for me, a team that I am buying in on, and this is strictly because of the price and because of the situation, is the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys mm-hmm. still have a very good shot at a clear path to at least the NFC Championship. We talked about the lack of teams in the NFC. There's really not that many contenders. It's the Eagles, it's the Cowboys, it's the Niners. I don't really trust the Vikings moving forward. I don't think uh, they're a team that I really want to trust because a lot of those have been close wins, and the metrics don't really love the Vikings. The Vikings have one of the worst point differentials of any team that's 8-2, and two, so that's not a team I trust. So for that reason... I kind of like the Cowboys as a value play. And the thing is, if you like the Cowboys, you probably need to buy in on them now before they play the Eagles on Christmas Eve because that is a massive game for the NFC East and also, you know, the rest of the postseason because it's the difference between a much easier road and a team who will be playing uh, in the postseason with a wild card spot as opposed to a division winner. So I'm on the Cowboys too. Yeah, I can understand that one clearly. If you're just joining us, maybe about 15 minutes ago, I mentioned, look, the Cowboys, I think, are the team to watch all the way to the Super Bowl, uh, and their odds to win the Super Bowl continue to come down. So with an NFC that's pretty weak, really, I, I think it just comes down to the Eagles and the Cowboys, even to the point where I wouldn't have a problem with the Cowboys losing to the Eagles on Christmas Day. I don't think it would would kill any of their luster, Because if they get to see the Eagles for a third time, one of the hardest things to do in the NFL is beat a division opponent a third time in the season. So losing to them twice in the regular season, but meaning that you beat them in the playoffs, that's all that matters. Yeah, and I kind of touched on the Vikings as a team that I don't trust. For me, the teams I don't trust moving forward, the Browns, the Vikings, and uh, maybe the Jets. I I think uh, it's a a bit of a misnomer or a mirage, the fact that they played two terrible defenses and Mike White has put on a clinic. Uh, But for you, who are some teams that you don't want to trust? I'm with you with the Jets. You've heard me say about the 49ers and the New England Patriots. These problems are going to persist with them with that offensive coordinator situation. It's even got Belichick saying, hey, it's kind of strange to change things this late in the season. I kind of beg to differ, Bill. Hello, Super Bowl 51. Something like that. And also Mac Jones is yelling at people. You know, the mild-mannered kid from Alabama never thought we would see it, but it is. Yeah, the quick Spicy game ain't working. The quick like game. Yeah, the quick game isn't working. <laughs> All right, he wants to get the ball down the field. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.